Welcome to Worship from the Wellington Teen Churches for Sunday the 14th of March. This is the fourth Sunday of Lent and is also known as Mothering Sunday. Although separated in our homes, together we worship. Grace, mercy and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. As we rejoice in the gift of this day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. The opening hymn proclaims that Jesus is Lord. returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, where for forty days he was tempted by the devil. Let us confess our need for forgiveness and for healing. Wash me thoroughly from my wickedness and cleanse me from my sin. Lord, have mercy. Make me a clean heart, O God 
and renew a right spirit within me. Christ, have mercy. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Lord, have mercy. Almighty God, who in Jesus Christ has given us a kingdom that cannot be destroyed, forgive us our sins, open our eyes to God's truth, strengthen us to do God's will, and give us the joy of his kingdom through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our reading is from John chapter 3, beginning at verse 14. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Those who believe in him are not condemned, but those who do not believe are condemned already, because they have not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the judgment, that the light has come into the world, and people love darkness, rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For all who do evil hate the light and do not come to the light, so that their deeds may not be exposed. But those who do what is true come to the light, so that it may be clearly seen that their deeds have been done in God. Over the last year we've learnt all sorts of new things, such as social distancing, furlough, working from home, and homeschooling. These and many other medical, social, technical and financial measures have all helped us to respond to the pandemic, but they cannot save us from COVID-19. Many medical experts have observed that an effective worldwide vaccination programme is required to rescue us. And in an amazingly short space of time, this is now underway. That's something to be profoundly grateful for. Now, this, of course, is not a reflection on vaccinations. I'm not qualified to comment. I want you to invite, I want to invite you, though, to notice our need for being saved at the moment. In this case, of course, from the virus. But we always need saving. The constant theme in John's Gospel is the contrast between the people living in darkness and Jesus who is the light of the world. And that is developed once more in the passage we've just heard. The light has come into the world and people loved darkness rather than the light. I suppose one of the things we may struggle to visualise is what is meant by darkness. The Christian tradition has always used the word sin, but it doesn't really mean it much, if anything, to people nowadays. My own definition is this, 
that the darkness is everything that is life-denying and life-limiting. Jesus makes this huge and wonderful promise. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish but may have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Jesus offers us eternal life. Now this is not primarily about quantity, life going on after death. Rather it is about quality of life, life with Christ, living in a way that is filled with the life-giving Spirit of God. We may be able to look forward tentatively towards salvation from COVID-19 if the global vaccination programme works, but we still have to face up to many other things that limit or deny life, things which are darkness. So just to pluck a few things from the news in recent days, racism, man-made climate change and violence against women. No vaccine or medical intervention Going, is going to alter these things. What we need is a change of heart. What is needed is the light of Christ in us, transforming our thoughts and our actions, transforming our priorities and choices. And so the beautiful words of Jesus we've listened to today should inspire each one of us to long fervently for eternal life, for ourselves, for our neighbours and for the world.
setting the world's words, God so loved the world. Let us pray. God of compassion, like a mother you draw all children to your heart. Guide each of us in your ways of truth, love and justice. God of compassion, we give thanks for the people who have nurtured our faith and helped us to grow in loving service to others. God of compassion, you are our mother and our father. Sustain and encourage all parents. Be with all for whom this day brings pain or regret. God of compassion, in times of need, you cradle our lives in your hands. We entrust to your tender care all in this day who need your help and all who mourn. God of compassion, whose son Jesus Christ, the child of Mary, shared the life of a home in Nazareth and on the cross drew the whole human family to himself. Strengthen us in our daily living, that in joy and in sorrow, we may know the power of your presence to bind together and to heal. This we ask in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. On Friday, Bishop Peter announced that he has been advised to retire on medical grounds. And so let us join with the prayer of the whole diocese. Gracious and loving God, we give thanks for the ministry of Bishop Peter in this our Diocese of Bath and Wells, for his wise leadership, for his gentle pastoral care for all those entrusted to his charge, for his integrity and his faithfulness, and for all that he has given to so many over the past seven years. You have brought him through these challenging months of sickness and treatment, and we give thanks for strength recovered and for hope renewed. As we learn with deep sadness he must lay aside his duties as our bishop, we pray for your blessing on him and Jane as they look to the future. Enfold them in your love, Fill them with your peace and give them the strength they need to move through this time of transition and letting go. Give them the assurance that you will always hold them fast. This time of loss may, through your grace, become a discovery of knowing you more deeply, serving you in new ways and delighting in the life of their family. And we pray for our diocese at this time especially for Bishop Ruth, that you will give us patience and discernment as we seek the way forward, vision for the future, unity to support one another in uncertain times, and trust in your loving purposes for us all. These and all our prayers we ask through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. As our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. 
Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us, us, give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. As our worship concludes, we receive God's blessing. The God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing through the power of the Holy Spirit and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be with you and with all for whom you pray today and forevermore. Amen. And so, friends, be alive with the life of Christ within you.